Let us not be weary in well-doing, for in due season we shall reap if we faint not. Believers have God's promise that when we faithfully obey Him and don't give up, we will enjoy the very best returns. Let the Lord encourage your heart as Joe Vasek, pastor of Northeast Baptist Church of Danbury, Connecticut, urges us to stay the course. In the early 1800s on the island of Hawaii in the Sandwich Islands, a 12-year-old boy named Henry Obukaya was growing up in the middle of the terrors of tribal warfare. Henry's father tried to save his family of four by taking them into the mountains and hiding them in a cave. Eventually, they were discovered by enemy soldiers. As Henry watched, the soldiers killed both of his parents with a spear. Terrified, Henry picked up his infant brother and ran for his life. The soldiers chased him. They killed Henry's baby brother, and they took Henry prisoner. The officer who had killed Henry's family took him into his house and made him as one of his own family. Henry refused to show any affection to any of them because of what the man had done to his mom and dad. After Henry had lived with the officer's family for a year or so, he crossed paths one day with the high priest of the island's idol-worshipping religion. Henry recognized him right away as his uncle, but his uncle didn't recognize him because he hadn't seen him since he was a small boy. So, Henry approached the high priest and told him that he was his nephew. The man asked Henry the names of his parents, and when he told him, his uncle broke down and wept. He invited Henry to come and live with him, but Henry said that he must first go and tell the officer. When Henry broke the news, the officer was furious and forbid him to go. So, Henry snuck back to his uncle's house, and his uncle told him just to stay there with him. Henry enjoyed living with his aunt and uncle and all of his relatives, but he could never seem to escape the grief that he had endured. His life was covered by a cloud of sorrow and darkness. He began to wish that he could live somewhere else in the world, anywhere. It was during that time that Henry saw a huge ship come into the harbor. The ship was from New York, and as soon as it docked, Henry went on board and found the captain. Henry couldn't speak English, but through hand gestures, he communicated to the captain that he wanted to work for him and sail with him. The captain agreed, but Henry's uncle forbid him to go and he even locked him up so he couldn't leave. Family members came and tried to change Henry's mind, fearing that they'd never see him again. And Henry promised them that if he left, someday he would return. In the middle of the night, Henry Obukaya broke free, went to the ship, and sailed away from the island. The ship made many stops on its voyage back to New York. On their journey of many months, Henry met a man who was a student at Yale. The man told Henry that he was a friend of Jesus. Henry didn't know who Jesus was, but the Yale student was so nice that Henry wanted to meet this Jesus. As they sailed, the Yale student began to teach Henry the letters of the English alphabet, and he was amazed at how quickly Henry learned. When they finally arrived in New York, the captain of the ship invited Henry to come live with him in his home in New Haven, Connecticut. Henry's new friend, the Yale student, introduced him to some of his fellow students. Henry continued to learn how to speak English, how to read and spell and write. Eventually, he went to live with the president of Yale. And while he was living there, he met a man named Samuel Mills. Samuel Mills had been the leader of the Haystack prayer meeting several years earlier, and he had given his life to the cause of foreign missions. 
Samuel Mills invited Henry Obukaya to come live with him in Torringford, Connecticut. Samuel took Henry under his wings, got him work, and introduced him to people who would teach him math, geography, and other essentials of life. Henry was a hard worker and a fast learner. After a long, difficult struggle to understand how he could be saved by grace through faith in Jesus Christ, Henry Obukaya was born again. From then on, he spoke of little else but returning to the island of Owyhee to tell everybody about Jesus. Samuel Mills helped establish America's very first mission school in Cornwall, Connecticut, and Henry Obukaya enrolled as one of the very first students. Henry worked diligently to create a written alphabet for his native language, to write a dictionary, a book of grammar, and a spelling book. He began translating the Bible into his native language. But in 1818, Henry contracted typhus fever, and at 26 years of age, Henry died. At Henry's funeral, two young men surrendered to fulfill Henry's vision of taking the gospel to the Sandwich Islands using the books that Henry had written. Henry Obukaya laid the foundation for the Christianization of the Sandwich Islands, which became Hawaii, our 50th state. Henry's body was moved back to Hawaii in the 1990s, but his tomb remains in the Cornwall Cemetery. I have visited that grave about a dozen times over the years, and every time I've gone, there have been fresh seashells and Hawaiian jewelry resting on the grave. And remarkably, right in front of the town hall in affluent, progressive Cornwall, Connecticut, is a large sign that reads, the Foreign Mission School in 1817 numbered among the students an Hawaiian, Obukaya, who links Cornwall eternally to Hawaii. Christian, God has done and continues to do wondrous things through and for the gospel of Jesus Christ. Stay the course. We pray that today's program was a blessing to you. If you have any questions or comments, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at staythecourse at nbcdanbury.org. God bless you.